This week, we are most powerful where we are most vulnerable. Hey there, welcome to the Rocketship Founder Podcast, the podcast for business founders working every day to scale their business and turn their biggest visions into reality. I'm Steve August. I am a serial entrepreneur who took his first startup from idea to successful multi-million dollar exit. I've sat in the founder CEO seat and I know the good, the bad, and the ugly of the founder's journey firsthand. Since 2017, I've been coaching other founders, helping them build rocket ship businesses. In this podcast, I'm sharing my hard-won lessons, taking your questions, and supporting you in your biggest challenges in becoming the CEO your company needs. Ready to light this candle? Then let's hit today's episode. Hey there, welcome to the podcast. It's good to be with you again this week. And I gotta admit that I had an entirely different topic slated for this week's podcast episode, but I felt moved to dig into something deeper, and and that is this dichotomy of vulnerability and power. And what I mean that is around self-vulnerability and self-power. I've seen this before, and I've experienced this before, is that we get to a point with these challenges where we're fighting, 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 fighting for what should be and how we think should be we should be how we think the business should be how we think everything should go and what we see is our vision that's sort of what we're inspired to do and then sometimes business just says nah that's not what's going to happen that's not what's happening here and we fight and fight and fight and business has this way it's kind of honey badger way of not really caring about what we think or how we think should things should be it's got its own kind of way of working and if you listen to it um it'll it'll tell you where to go the thing is it it doesn't really care about your feelings or or your vision sometimes and but one time but once we get there and i remember this in in my first startup man i hit bottom cash problems sales problems everything and then at some point i hit this moment of surrender and just said, ah, I can't keep doing things the way I've been doing them. The thing that was isn't anymore and I need to let go. And at that moment, the energy changed. At that moment, there's acceptance and there is kind of looking at the situation for what it is. And then listening to the what the business is trying to tell you. Where do you need to do the work? Where are you? What are you pretending not to know that you now need to lean into? And it's in that moment, in that moment where we are likely most vulnerable, and we or we feel most vulnerable, is that we come into acceptance. Is that that moment of surrender? We in acceptance of a situation, acceptance of ourselves, acceptance of our limitations, of our emotions, and that is where things turn around and that's where our real power is. Of course, the ironic nature of the founder's journey is that we are constantly called to our outwardly project confidence and strength. We got it going on, we're crushing it, right? Yet all the while, and I don't know anybody who, who doesn't, any founder who hasn't felt this, it doesn't matter the level of success. All the while of projecting outwardly confidence and strength, all the while, knowing and feeling and seeing all the weaknesses and shortcomings in both ourselves and in our business and then just showing up and doing it anyway um and the common thinking is that 
that vulnerability is weakness, right? It's like if, if you show weakness, if you show vulnerability, then you show weakness. And given the arc of human history in geopolitical matters, that's probably true. But one of the tenets of my coaching is that we're all really playing the bigger game. And that is the game of us, of our own personal development. And there is maybe, with the exception of parenthood, no better platform for personal development than entrepreneurship, than being a founder and creating something and leading it. And um, in the bigger game of our own personal development, I really come to see and believe that where we are and feel most vulnerable is where we are most powerful and it's a weird thing um to like come to when you know most of our lives we're we're trying to avoid where we're vulnerable or protect where we're vulnerable but in some respects the moment we start leaning into that and accepting it is where we we actually step into our true selves and our power because this funny thing happens when we surrender to a challenging moment we let go of what we thought we should be and how things should be and accept into what actually is and who we truly are. And I am convinced there is nothing more powerful than true and total self-acceptance. It's not an easy thing, um, but when you get there, um, things change and you become true, truly centered. And um, so I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on in my life, has been going on for the last few years. Um, I think I said in the intro, this is a, a you know, a, a personal and vulnerable episode for me to share what's really going on behind the scenes in, in the business. Um, so, and just to, just to, to echo what I said earlier, like as a coach, as somebody who's been through the game before, I want to always think I want to project, Hey, I've been through there. I know I can help you. I can, I've got, I've got a lot of the answers, <laughs> right. That, that you're seeking because, and that's why you would come to me. And that's why you would be part of part of my world. And to be fair, I, I, I do have a lot that I've gained over the years in, in being in business and being a founder and being a human. But, you know, it all shape shifts in, in the sense of like each, each new chapter creates new demands. And the chapter that's been going on in my life has been around uh, my family. I'm, I live here in Portland, Oregon. I have a, a wonderful wife and I have a wonderful kiddo who just turned 21. And for the last four and a half Going on five years, they've been suffering a severe debilitating condition called a cerebral sp spinal CSF leak, which started, I think, in the beginning of 2019. Health issues started a little bit before that, but the leak came in, as we found out later. Now, this uh, condition is not hugely well-known. It's becoming more well-known. Basically, there's fluid, uh, a sack of fluid around uh, called the Dora that... Uh, surrounds our brain and our, and our spinal cord to keep everything kind of cushioned and that door can tear um, and if that happens then the leak the the fluid leaks and it creates really really bad stuff um, 
uh, huge headaches, huge um, uh, imbalance, huge sound sensitivities. Basically, uh, for our kiddo, it's been incapacitating. So for the last four years, uh, five, you know, we've been, you know, a family in almost continual health crisis. Now, the good news is that after two years uh, from 2019 to 2021 of not having a diagnosis, of not, figuring, not understanding why our kids' health was, was constantly declining, we got a diagnosis. We found the right people down at Cedar sinai uh, Hospital in L.A., and uh, in April of this year, finally got uh, what they call a, a blood patch that that patched the leak, and we had a good seven months uh, since last April. And then in November, the patch failed, and so we were sort of back into it. And that's why I'll be on a train to L.A. next week is because our kiddo needs to stay flat. They've been, pretty much been bedbound since, uh, you know, with the exception of seven months through the last two years. And so um, they need to lay flat, so we'll be taking the train um, instead of a plane. So that's been consuming, and it's been one of those things. Those, there's, there's just nothing like seeing your, your kids suffer. There's nothing like that, and to see it over and over again. And I've had to navigate this, as has our whole family, and, and yet show up for life every day and you know one of the things that has really been helpful in this journey is you know and what what made it hard and what made it easier what made it hard was fighting for how things should be like hey we should be at this point or you know the kids should be at, at this age they should be doing x y or z and just surrendering into this is what we are and this is what we have to accept and um, and then and a tool in part of that uh, journey uh, because you need support in these kinds of journeys is uh, I worked with a coach here in, in Oregon who where it's uh, uh, psilocybin therapy is, is now uh, legal in Portland um, for medical purposes and um, did a full psilocybin journey um, and in that journey, I totally, totally uh, broke down. Uh, a lot of journeys, um, well, they say the plant knows what you need. And um, I had been needing to grieve and I'd been needing to let go of um things and I just didn't know how much and we have this circuit breaker our ego that that keeps us from like that 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 wants us to present and 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 to the world ourselves to the world the, the, this this picture of what we have or what we want to be and you know kind of limits us one of the things that psilocybin does is kind of switches off that circuit breaker for experiencing life and during the time that it's in effect and so it took off the grief circuit breaker and the loss the amount of loss that i processed and it was like full-on wailing and crying like not just kind of weeping but just full-on for about an hour hour and a half and in that 
I saw how powerfully I was holding on to the past and what was and the grief that had kind of sat there and had not let go of it and I hadn't uh, accepted it in the level that it that where it could be released and so and a big part of that grief was mourning the life not just like our kids grow up and they have their own lives and part of it is we don't have that same relationship with them that we did when they were younger and something that I, I, I didn't realize how much I treasured so I let go of that and that was excruciatingly hard and it was something that had to be let go of anyway because that those times were gone and um, you know and typically those times get replaced by new times but for us it got replaced by this the health issues that we've been dealing with so to me that's that was huge and after i came out of that in that day i remember just having released all this and surrendered to it and just accepted that and i i just thought there was nothing so beautiful i never thought myself as beautiful i thought of myself as beautiful in that moment in a way that i never had because i had truly just let go and accepted and experienced everything and realized that the the grief is the the other side of the coin of love so i say all this and as i said i warned you this is a a personal and vulnerable episode um i do want to bring it back to how how it can help you as a founder and as a person and the thing that i keep thinking about and the thing i think walking into is that you know always what we're working for towards is is acceptance of ourselves true acceptance of ourselves and, and the news is the spoiler alert is no matter how successful you are in business if you go if you if you were to IPO, if you were to become a billionaire, if you were just to have a nice exit, if you just have a nice business, if you just have success, it doesn't fix it. The only thing that really gets you there is 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 stepping into pure self-acceptance. Um, there's nothing external in the world that can do that for you. There's only one thing. And part of this journey and why I think the the founder's journey is so powerful is because it puts you in position to be vulnerable to be in discomfort to be in a position where you may need to surrender right and that's um and it's not surrender like giving up it's it's surrender into acceptance of of what you are what the business needs what how what things um how things truly are and so i want to share a couple of techniques that i've been real i've been playing with and, and it seems to be working to keep doing this on daily basis and the the first one is when things get when the roller coaster gets really whipping you around is to practice this idea of detached curiosity like when I was in the throes of that psilocybin trip and I was 
oh my gosh, I was grieving so hard. There was still a part of me that, that I knew was in there that said, you're okay. You know, this has to happen, but you're okay. And I think that's in all of us, if we let it happen. It's the fear of, of letting it happen sometimes, of letting the emotions happen, of letting the thing happen, of the of just fighting for to, to avoid what we perceive as the worst. But to, think, to come at it with the sense of like more of curiosity versus fear and just say, well, what will happen? What's going to happen next? Um, and being curious about it and seeing because the thing that we tend to do is project into the future, look back into the past. And sometimes they just have to like be detached and say, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't have access to that information. So let's just be, let's go into curiosity. Curiosity is a very powerful place to look at the world from. And another way, second technique to think about this is, is the Zen beginner's mind is to approach every day with a beginner's mind and realize that thinking is not going to get you, is not going to actually help you figure stuff out. That thinking is kind of a trap. Um, and to think about it, the beginner's mind is an empty, empty mind. It comes in with no preconceived notions. It has no predictions for the future. It comes in with pure curiosity, I guess would be the best word, of just like, let's see what happens. And let's treat each day as a new beginning. And that's been super helpful for me because we've been back on this health journey. Um, and I've been using that in, in the business as well, in in my coaching. I've, I've been coaching for, for five, six years now. And one of the things that I've really wanted to do over, the, over time is like figure out different ways I can really move people forward and ways that I can also build this business into something that is has the ability to impact and reach a lot more founders than I can with just, with with pure one to one coaching which I still love but and so I've been creating these programs and stepping out into my a little bit of my edge it's sort of like okay uh, I'm going to put this out before it's actually ready I've sort of been building in public with this the 2x accelerator that I've created, which has been amazing. Um, there's the founders mastermind that I've created, which is which is coming and is in nascent, but it's 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 very much a build in public and being in that vulnerability. In in my past life, I would be very um, attached to what what people were saying or what might people might think or getting it exactly to that point where I felt like yeah, let's do this. And in this, I've been like stepping out and just thinking about every day starting with beginner's mind yesterday is gone future is unwritten unknown and stop thinking and start with an empty mind every day and just pay attention and that's a big thing in terms of like paying attention to what i'm feeling what i'm doing and just trying and leaning into that detached curiosity so this has been an episode that's, you know, like I said, this wasn't the episode I expected to record today, um, but I think it's the episode that I needed to say for myself. Um, this stuff is, uh, being a founder 
is it, it pushes us it, it it puts us into vulnerable places and my hope is that, that this that just even talking about this and giving you a giving space to to lean into vulnerability um, and that's one of the things I offer as a coach is a place where you can be vulnerable um, can help further your journey as a founder and as a person so that's it for this week um, would love to know how you think about this give me a note at steve at steveaugustcoaching.com And I'll speak with you soon. That's it for this episode of the Rocket Ship Founder Podcast. Thanks for listening. Do you have a question or issue you'd like support on? Then write to me at steve at steveaugustcoaching.com and I'll include it into one of my upcoming episodes. And if you're a founder working to scale your business, be sure to follow me on LinkedIn and visit my site steveaugustcoaching.com for more insights. See you soon.